2: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Mel. I'm
1: Janet. And I'm Helen. Hi, everyone. It's Janet here. Happy holidays. It's the week of Christmas, and this year is particularly special because many of us did not get to spend time with our friends and our family in person last year. So for those of you who are able to be present with your loved ones this year, please take the time to soak it in. We want the same for our team, so this week we are resharing an oldie but a goodie episode 93 Asian parents on celebrating American holidays. We hope you'll enjoy this listen and stick around till the end because we have shoutouts for you all.
3: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of ABG. Now that we are fully in holiday season and your Christmas decorations that went up in early November finally make sense to the rest of the neighborhood, we wanted to bring up a topic that we've experienced our whole lives celebrating Western holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas as Asians. For our parents' or grandparents' generations, and even for more recent immigrants to the U.S., these holidays can serve to highlight an otherness, a seemingly insurmountable distance that still needs to be traveled for true assimilation.
1: Whether our families serve duck instead of turkey during Thanksgiving, or have a good old spicy hot pot going, these are all traditions that we've experienced as second generation Asian Americans, towing the line between our Eastern and Western cultures, and facing the generational differences within our families at the dinner table. To jump into this topic, we asked
2: our parents what they first thought of Thanksgiving when they heard about the holiday, and why they decided to hold Thanksgiving and Christmas as traditions for the family. So we'll start with a clip from our moms and dads. First up, we have Helen's mom, Mama
3: Woo! Hi mom, welcome to the Asian Boss Girl podcast. This is your first time on here. Hi, thank you for having me on. <laughs> so you might recognize my mom's voice if you follow our YouTube channel at Asian Boss Girl. I did a Chinese steamed fish cooking video with my mom and she was amazing. So many of you wanted more San content, which is our native language. My mom is from Ping, China, right mom? Yes. Hoi, Hoi Peng, which is in the Gongdong area, about two hours from Gongzhou. So throughout this little interview, my mom's going to be doing a mix of Hoi San and English. OK, so mom, I want to ask you, when you first moved to the U.S., how old are you? OK, so
4: you were 23, 1984.
3: Do you remember the very first time you heard about Thanksgiving and what went through your head? Because Thanksgiving is a very American tradition, right? I know you didn't celebrate that in China. When was the first time you heard about it?
4: When I just come here, it's four days past Thanksgiving, but I still hear from the family members talking about Thanksgiving. And call this day Four Guided.
3: Yes, so you heard about Thanksgiving from other family members who are already in the U.S., and we call this Fall Guy Turkey Day. Turkey Day. So why was it important for you to celebrate this
4: holiday? Do as the locals do.
3: So people, Toy-Sanese people have a saying, "Do as the locals do." What, is, what does that mean? Do what the locals do. Uh, okay. For
4: example. Uh, when house, to them, say hello.
3: So when you first go into someone's house, you have to greet them, say
4: hello. And
3: also whenever you go into a temple, you have to uh, light incense and uh, buy xin. <laughs> so
4: another other one they eat, so they as locals.
3: mm so the last one is so these are uh sayings amongst the amongst our tosonese people that I am just learning now along with all of you, and the last one is do as the locals do so a lot of traditions that we hold within ourselves and um this is one that she brought with her to America. So why did you think that it was important for you to celebrate uh, the holiday? So do as locals do, but what made you, uh, Nigigai, guy, guy Sang celebrate? Why did you want to celebrate Thanksgiving?
4: Because you and your sister born here, grow here, education is also here, so have a culture background here. So for you, I want to keep this traditional holiday and also um ko ko folk i din ngoi na hoi ngoi na hong in ham gui ham tu lo fan nian 30 ma
3: so toy some people also call this what is that
4: new year eve new years eve lo fans new eve
3: americans new years eve
4: yeah because um is it din only hai so you na tan quan market san em tun bu san mon
3: so all of the Chinese restaurants close on Thanksgiving Day. The
4: supermarket, and the supermarkets too. Yeah, all, all closed. So um, uh, it's the best day for a family reunion.
3: Oh, and this is because because our, our cousins had a Chinese restaurant and they, they closed. And I think a lot of places in Boston also closed. I think sometimes I see, sometimes they are open, right? You see Hoi Mwon.
4: Is in Boston, uh, I don't think so. They
3: all every everything closed, and it's the only day of the year mm-hmm. that, that it's closed. The last Mahai, it's called New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, because
4: New Year's Eve for what, you know, Chinese is really important. Mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, finally, like, okay. Uh, family, hon family reunion. Oh, okay, hon Why
3: is it not Chinese New Year Eve? Why is it Thanksgiving?
4: Because um. Chinese New Year Eve, go to to So, all of the people so on ne, Chinese New
3: Year Eve still need to
4: go to work? Yeah, so usually in the Chinese New Year, uh, uh, they cannot have a family reunion at exactly at, at the Chinese New Year Eve Day. Mm. So, sometimes uh, a lot of family and celebrate the New Year Eve Day. Uh, Before, before that day.
3: So Thanksgiving would be the time, the holiday to celebrate a New Year's Eve where everyone would close down and come together for a big family reunion. Interesting. I didn't know this. (laughs) Yeah. What foods do you find important to make during Thanksgiving?
4: Of course, turkey. Turkey? Turkey will be on the table, but nobody like it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like it.
4: (laughs) I don't think you like it. (laughs) So... So only yeah, we'll be on the table but just touch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh all all left over so the next day we will make with the conchi
3: make chuk. Mm, yes, turkey the joke. Turkey juk. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that that stuff is good. Yeah, we usually have chicken. We usually and, have Yeah, we have chicken and uh, duck.
4: Everybody eat chicken instead <laughs> of turkey <laughs> and duck. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, chicken is more moist and yummy. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your family tradition now for Thanksgiving? 30 years later from when you first moved to America. Um, yeah,
4: everyone, everyone, still uh, come,
3: everyone still comes uh, home.
4: So my uncle, auntie, cousin, grandparents, comes to our house. Everyone comes to our house, yeah. For family reunion. And I am the only one who cooks the (laughs) (laughs) food.
3: No, you're not. Actually, yeah, you do cook most of the food. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) I think you're in the kitchen the night before prepping, and then you wake up really early in the morning to start cooking because we only have one oven for everything. Yes. No, before that, I'm
4: the only one but lady co you need to get, and then uncle auntie coi the <laughs> uh, okay.
3: So now every now everyone brings something. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Cause usually we have a lot, a lot of food on the table. I'm always like, How did you cook all of this in one day? Crazy. So what about for other holidays like Christmas? Do you remember celebrating Christmas in China?
4: No, never. Mm. And Did you only
3: hear about it first in the U.S.?
4: No, we hear about Christmas in China, but we never celebrate it. Mm. For Christmas, more, uh, celebrated. Is f- The mean for me is only buying toys for the kid, make <laughs> them happy. <laughs> and I have a headache to buy toys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to buy the toys and what they like. And usually I give them hongbao. Instead of the toys, you will find your hongbao in the sock.
3: (laughs) So a hongbao is a red envelope filled with money. Um, Yeah, I think you also only gave me hongbao as a kid. Now that I think about it, I think I've talked about, uh, I remember I got like a wooden horse, like a very small wooden horse when I was a kid. That one
4: is from my co-worker. So you
3: didn't even buy that one? That was from your co-worker? My
4: my co-worker gave me, um, and I said, oh, Christmas for my (laughs) kids. But then from that on, I buy some toys for you guys. Okay. And Hong Bao also. (laughs) Uh
3: Oh, oh man. Okay. This is, this is all really interesting information. I don't know if anyone else out there has parents who just gives you hung Bao for Christmas. But, hey, that's how we get, you know, start our bank accounts. We got some monies in the bank instead and, of toys.
4: And I don't know why at home you guys have a whole house of toys. Who? Annie? Uh, yeah, you and Annie. Uh, <laughs> where oh, it come from? Oh, wait. wait oh, our house when yeah. we were younger? Where uh-huh. all the
3: toys come from? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so it's from Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So you bought us Christmas and gave us home Hi, I are you? Well, thanks, Mom, for being on our podcast. You're welcome. If you want to hear more from my mom, let us know. Because <laughs> apparently she listens to uh, our podcast and watches our YouTube videos. I saw on her YouTube search, all Asian boss girl in Wong Fu. <laughs> 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 so my mom watches. Hello. <laughs> Not everything, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) when I have
4: time. (laughs) Please. Watch
3: everything. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Love you, too.
2: Bye. Bye. Helen, your mom is like the sweetest. How was it interviewing your mom for the first time for the podcast?
3: She was so, like, awkward and uncomfortable. Actually, we're probably going to cut out the beginning part where she didn't know how to introduce herself. So we went through that, like, three times (laughs) to just say hi, it's nice to be on this podcast. Because she was just like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, mom, say more than that. But oh. um, she was, I feel like she was a little nervous at first. And then as we were talking, she started opening up mm. and her her jokes started coming out. So now y'all know where I get
1: my humor from. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I felt like she didn't sound nervous at all. Like her voice was so balanced and like soothing. Mm-hmm. And she has Yeah, she has, like, this, like, I feel like when I hear her voice, I can see the smile on her face. Like, you know, she has one of those voices where you can hear, you can hear, like, the... Yeah, the happiness in the voice. And I actually really loved hearing her speak um, Toysines. Like, mm. I think that that is... Because that's a reflection of our real conversations with our parents, right? It's, like, usually a combination of, like, a native language and English. So hearing right. that back and forth, it just felt very, like, nostalgic to me, like, of conversations Aww. I have with my parents.
2: Yeah. yeah,
3: I totally agree. Yeah, no, I think usually I will... Uh, Interspersed more twice and ease with my English when I speak to my mom. But for mm. purposes of this podcast, I had to translate and make sure that my English was good. <laughs> So yeah, that that is how we talk though. It's like it's like a mix of Toysinese and and English. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm like, mom, you can speak English. Just do it all in English. And she just felt more comfortable in Toysanese. So um I guess what if that was like a first in all of the podcasting world where we have Hoi yeah. on a podcast? Hey! Yeah. Yes, all my Toys. <laughs> no, that's dope. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think for me hearing your mom talk about her experience though with like either like Thanksgiving and Christmas is really interesting, like I feel like I actually like resonated with a lot of what she said. I thought it was really interesting when she came to came over at 23 and when you asked her about, you know, what did you think about the holiday? She was like, Oh yeah, Turkey
3: Day. Like that's the instead of Thanksgiving, yeah. it's called Turkey Day.
2: Yeah. You know?
3: It's yeah, it's it's interesting to see how um important just the symbolism of turkey is on Thanksgiving right. Day. Um and hearing her talk about that, it's funny because I actually don't notice the turkey on the table. Sometimes people ask me. Mm you know, does your family make turkey? I'm like, no, I don't think we do. But there actually is always turkey on the table. But I think my mom now just makes a really small portion of it and just, like, puts it off to the side, knowing that no one's going to touch the turkey. And then the chicken and everything else is the highlight of our Thanksgiving. That was mm. funny to hear her say that part, where she's like, I'll make it, but no one touches it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that, like, she talked about her um, introduction to the concept of Thanksgiving referring a lot to the symbol of the turkey, right? Mm. But then when she was talking about her, act- like, the experience of celebrating it, there was so much emphasis on family and gathering, mm-hmm. and that was something that, from the perspective of Asian culture is like something that makes a lot of sense as to what we relate to right when it comes Mm -hmm. to holidays
2: you know for me the part that really warmed my heart was when your mom says the saying of do as the locals do and she said that you know since both you and your sister are born here she really want to keep that traditional holiday alive for you both and I for me just like man like I really like admired that respect of the american culture our parents have even it's like they had to this culture that maybe in some ways went through hardships in it, but they wanted to pass this culture along to our kids to their kids you know i think something about that is kind of incredible you know yeah. what I
1: mean? yeah
2: yeah
3: i think that just adds upon all the different struggles of assimilation too when you go into a different country where you kind yeah. of want to give your kids the experience of the world that they grow up in and i actually i, I feel like that's a difficult thing especially for uh, new immigrant slash second generation is this whole concept of assimilation. Do you try and assimilate your kids, don't teach them the language, just have them grow up as like pure, you know, American one, one identity? Or do you try and teach them a language and try to push that identity onto them? So that was always interesting to me when I, I looked at my other friends. And um, as kids, you know, if they were fully assimilated now as adults, they're like, damn, I wish I learned the language.
5: Mm-hmm. And
3: even for us, that is something that I worry about in the future for my kids, I'm like, I don't want you to fully assimilate. I want you to learn your Chinese language and keep that the traditions alive. You know, I don't want yeah. it to end with me, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's also interesting to hear, like, because, you, you know, we talked about Thanksgiving, but also Christmas, and we talk about how do you, like, kind of assimilate American cultural holidays, the significance of why you celebrate the holiday, like how do you pass that on to your children, right? Like when she was saying, oh, for Christmas, it felt like it was just about buying toys for kids. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I liked that for her, that that was something that she reflected on and was like, okay, um, that explains why perhaps Thanksgiving and the concept of family was something that uh, maybe our parents' generation tag on to more than Christmas because of the Mm -hmm. fact that there's that importance of like family versus Christmas is, you know, there's a religious component. And then also in terms of celebration, it seems more like commerce driven
3: maybe. Right, right, right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it feels like a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train! If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers swathlers. With Pampers Swathers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swathers has dual-leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most, and they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot. That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do, and it's the gift that always fits.
0: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
1: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back
3: I really appreciated my mom coming on to the podcast and and making her intro debut, which is nice. But let's hear from your dad, Janet. You interviewed your dad for this one, right?
1: Yes. First time Papa Wang is on a podcast. (laughs) Woohoo!
3: Papa Wang! Let's go. Let's
1: play it. (laughs) So this episode, we're talking about what it's like (laughs) celebrating Western holidays as like an Asian person. So Mm -hmm. um, specifically because we just had Thanksgiving, so we wanted to ask our parents because you guys came here, you know, you grew up in um, in Taiwan and then Mm -hmm. wondering if like what your kind of experience was coming to the U.S. and then kind of like learning about Thanksgiving.
5: Oh, uh, to Thanksgiving, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, did no. you have Thanksgiving in Taiwan, or was like your first time hearing about no, it? No, not
5: really. No, mm-hmm. not really. Uh, like, uh, yeah, let's get you know. Yeah, during my time in Taiwan, that uh, about forty years ago, actually, that, I heard about Thanksgiving uh, as a probably it is the biggest holiday in United States, but in Taiwan, yeah, we you know nobody celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing to think, you know. <laughs> In <during> that time, <laughs> In Taiwan, okay, the 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 I think yeah, the biggest holiday okay, is Chinese Lunar Year mm. you know, celebration can okay, lasting okay, a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know it's a couple weeks there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So then, when you uh, came to the US, do you remember your first time like encountering Thanksgiving celebration?
5: Uh, wow, when I came to U.S., uh, was in Texas. Yeah, you know, in the school okay? in Texas, we have uh, there's a uh, Chinese uh, student association.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but I don't think you know we have a group celebration for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the students right then they were invited. Okay? Either their host family or their American friend mm. to join their Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, but your daddy, uh, I wasn't lucky, you no. Know? Oh. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah, I wasn't invited, you know? mm. so yeah. You know, You're... just uh, stay, young, you know, stay alone in that, in the in the apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first celebrations, as far as I can remember, it is uh, uh, probably in San Francisco. When I moved to San Francisco, and uh, then Thanksgiving in that year, uh, I was invited by Uncle Jack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, his sister. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, His sister and... Uh, his brother in law and his sister's uh, husband's, right? He says, sister, husband is American. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Thanksgiving key, you know, it's a, it's a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they throw okay, uh, a large party in their home. So I was invited. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, probably that's the first time I had turkey. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wait, what year yeah. was that?
5: Uh, Nineteen seventy. 1978, I think. 1978. Uh, oh, 77. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember exactly.
1: So then after that, did you more regularly go to Thanksgiving celebrations?
5: No, oh, not really. Not really. Not really until uh, I get married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I marry your mother.
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
5: And uh, then uh, we start, you know, uh, have uh, some Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving is the holidays, right? Yeah. so you know we all in relax and enjoy you know then we'll prepare some you know just have uh yeah you know, sometimes then uh, we have dinner together with uncle Mike mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you know uh, we just have a, a small you know thanksgiving party at home
1: mm-hmm. yeah. did you guys cook American food or chinese food
5: uh, Chinese food <laughs> I see. Yeah, they. they are, I. Yeah, you know, I never learned how to cook American food. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So then you guys continue to celebrate because when Patricia and I were younger, we still like every year celebrate Thanksgiving, right?
5: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, usually we just you know bought turkey, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, from uh, you know the supermarket, right?
1: Did you think, or why do you think it was because? Even though we were not like we're Chinese and we're living in America, and but you guys didn't grow up celebrating Thanksgiving. So then, when you raised your family, why did you think it was important to celebrate?
5: Yeah, the you know uh, pretty much as you know we the immigrant states, right? Mm-hmm. So we should respect you know their local culture right? to see Kenya yeah, when they have a Thanksgiving, right? Also okay yeah it is a great day. Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 most American, I think uh, Thanksgiving probably is a it's a similar to the Chinese Lunar Year. It's mm-hmm. a time you know have the whole family getting together.
1: And then, so you were saying when we were little, you uh, we would just like buy turkey or have Chinese food. What would you say now is our family tradition for Thanksgiving?
5: Thanksgiving sure this is uh i think you know uh, we have uh you know have the whole family getting together right
1: mm-hmm.
5: yeah and uh but for this year yeah as you know like the pandemic you know so yeah. but i think uh the thanksgiving it is big day you
1: know mm-hmm.
5: let's yeah to get together especially i see you and uh, patricia right yeah yeah.
1: And we usually now we still kind of focus more on Chinese food like hot pot, right?
5: Uh yeah, that's right because uh, turkey I I never enjoy turkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, maybe here I'm too selfish. Yeah. But if you and Patricia's, right? Yeah, you want to you know, bring uh, to bring turkey or you want to cook turkey, yeah, that's fine with me, you
1: know. Yeah. Well, we never yeah, I don't think Patricia really uh, I, I enjoys don't turkey really either.
5: Enjoy turkey, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would rather have yeah, uh, the Chinese roastly duck.
1: Mm, yeah.
5: Yeah, you know, turkey, the meat is too rough.
1: Yeah, usually turkey is mm. more dry.
5: Yeah, that's right.
1: So then for for you mm-hmm. and mommy, like because you started celebrating Thanksgiving, like after you came to the US. So it's like adopting a new tradition or a new holiday when you're a little bit older in life, right? Versus as like a young, like from something that maybe that you celebrated with your parents. How did it feel to take on kind of a new holiday or new tradition as like a older age in life?
5: Uh, like older, what age? In Asian.
1: Older when you're kind of older uh-huh. to take on a new kind of tradition or celebration versus say like Chinese New Year or other holidays, because usually i guess like for holidays a lot of times you look to tradition for what you learned when you were younger in your family right Mm -hmm. so now it's like okay you come to a new place and they have their other like a a new type of tradition and then you have to kind of adopt it when you're or to start uh celebrating kind of when you're older how did it Mm -hmm. feel was it very easy for you to accept or sometimes maybe do you feel like you had more freedom to kind of like celebrate sure, how you yeah.
5: want it or? Yeah, to me, you know, holiday is holiday,
0: mm-hmm. right?
5: You know, so uh, basically, yeah, you just enjoy, you know, relax, right? Enjoy the holiday time together with your family, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or mm-hmm. Chinese Lunar Year, uh, of course, Chinese Lunar Year, you know, uh, most of business still opens, right? You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you know, you don't uh, you don't have a lot of time
1: uh, mm-hmm.
5: relaxing at home. Uh, but for Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? Uh, Is uh, you know you have time off, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So
5: yeah, it's time you to relax. You know, mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, with your family members. Mm-hmm.
1: As well. So it's almost like because you get to celebrate, well, I guess Mm -hmm. now because you live in or being in the US and then they don't necessarily as like an economy recognize Lunar New Year, right? So then Mm -hmm. you end up more more focused on the holidays that they like where your work, you get time off and everything and you still get to the same concept to celebrate time with family.
5: That's right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So besides Thanksgiving, how about like um, like Christmas? Did you celebrate? Is Christmas something that's celebrated in China and Taiwan? Uh,
5: Christmas, uh, yep, yeah, in Taiwan, uh, usually Christmas Eve, right? Uh, uh, there's there's a lot of parties there. Mm. Yeah, when I was in Taiwan, you know, you know studying the junior uh, high school and also in the college, Christmas Eve is a big thing. Yeah. Mm. Because there's a, you know, we always go to some party, you know, uh, we call it a dancing party. Oh, right? and, yeah, then and this is, you know, probably the best time yeah, to meet uh, uh, some girls. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, you know, and then, yeah, sometimes yeah, you have parties where right? you invite, you know, uh, your partner. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I go to the party and so on. It is a big thing, at least get mm-hmm. to me. Okay, uh, also mm-hmm. to 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 my friends, mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't go to church, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, yeah, a lot of, okay, you know, my friends, they also, okay, they're Christians, right? They, they went to church,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. in, in Taiwan versus then when you came to the US, were there big differences in the way that they, that you found that people celebrate Christmas?
5: Uh, in U.S., right, Christmas you usually you go home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and together with your family. Uh, and uh, the New Year you right, usually uh, uh, you go out. Sometimes mm. you go to nightclub. Yeah, have a uh, some party there. Mm-hmm. So this is quite different from uh, you know the celebration in Taiwan. Mm, Taiwan, so, okay, yeah, New Year's Eve, yeah, sometimes, yeah, they all throw some party, yeah, but New Year Eve, uh, at least during my time, right, uh, it happened to be a time, you know, you, you stay with your families.
1: Oh, so it's reverse. Have some, yeah, have
5: some dinner, that's mm-hmm. right, yeah, have dinner uh, with your family, so. on.
1: And then Christmas Eve is a time that you go out and dance with your friends and celebrate. Right, yeah. Oh, interesting.
5: Yeah, that's my experience in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may not uh, represent uh, you know <laughs> the most people there. Yeah.
1: okay that's good thank you daddy
5: uh, no problem yeah. okay that's asian busker all right yeah <laughs> wish you, okay you know uh the best luck
1: yeah.
5: Uh, yeah 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 i enjoy you know uh, i think uh you yeah uh, you girls okay, did a great job
1: oh thank you daddy
5: uh, keep up keep up okay. keep up <laughs> yeah. all right okay okay
1: it was pretty fascinating to have this conversation with my dad because, um, you know, like obviously because holidays are a family gathering, I, like we've talked about kind of the experience of Thanksgiving and Christmas, but I've never asked him like how he learned about it. And so I, I learned about stories that
3: are like his experiences that I did not know. So that yeah. was kind of fun. <laughs> It's it's nice to have, like, a a dad's voice on here, too. I think we always talk about, like, ABMs, Asian Boss Moms, but, like, ABDs, too, yo, they exist. Yeah, yeah. But (laughs) I loved how um, your dad got jokes. How he said, like, (laughs) there's nothing to think in Taiwan. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's funny. But also, like, what your dad was saying, where he said we should respect the local culture, that Mm -hmm. is very similar to what my mom said about do as the locals do. So it's... Yeah, there's like a different mindset, I guess, when you are immigrating to another place, you could you could be very headstrong and hold your, you know, your identity high, um, or you can do as the locals do. And that Mm -hmm. sounds like a similar experience that both of our parents had. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I I also found it interesting, Janet, that your dad he mentioned that like we, even when he first immigrated here, he really didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, and I, my heart was like, oh no, he was like, because I wasn't invited. I was like, oh man, but <laughs> oh, then I know, he, yeah, right. But then he mentioned how when is when he actually got married and, had, and started having kids that that's when they started having turkey as a meal, yeah, more
1: regular celebrations.
2: I think it's really, like, endearing that our parents want to, like, again, carry this tradition for their children, you know? Versus, right. like, before, he he didn't want to. Or he's like, I don't like turkey.
3: But nowadays, yeah. no, <laughs> it seems like he doesn't like turkey. I liked how he said, I never enjoyed turkey. I'm too selfish. <laughs> so, like, he'd rather have... The- didn't he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He
1: was... Because yeah. he basically saying, like, you know, we don't have turkey. And it's, like, he usually... He is kind of the more like food forward person in our home. So usually it's like whatever he wants is what we end up
3: like eating or celebrating. So Mm. I think he's, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) He's not Uh, a fan of Turkey. Yeah. I love how my mom has like the same sentiments. Like I'd rather have Chinese roasted duck or chicken than Turkey. (laughs) Very similar. Also just like hearing a dad, it made me reflect on like when I travel to other countries, just feeling like you have to adapt just adapt mm. to the culture. I remember when I was in India celebrating Diwali when I was in Spain, the Fiesta de San Fermin or whatever it was, the, the running of the bulls. So it's, you just kind of accept what is your in, within your surroundings and just adapt to it. And just hearing your dad talk has brought me back to times of when I traveled. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I thought it was also interesting. I think I heard your mom uh, mention this as well, Helen. That Chinese Lunar New Year mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. they like that is a holiday that they relate Thanksgiving the most to, right? Like the yeah. the time when you celebrate. And um, and I heard your mom mention this as well, which is something my dad said that I never thought about. Is because Western culture, you know, like economically, we recognize Thanksgiving. We take time off from work, and of course. Chinese Lunar New Year, they don't, right? So they end up like kind of like using Thanksgiving as a time to celebrate Lunar New Year because they have the time to spend with their family.
3: Right, yeah. yeah. Actually, when my, yeah. my mom first said that on the podcast, I was like, mom, don't be spitting lies on here. Like, is that true? <laughs> But it's to hear your dad repeat that was yeah. I, I was it's very eye opening and it, it makes sense like Chinese New Year Lunar New Year isn't a holiday that is celebrated in a way where you, you people are given time off at yeah. their jobs so That's it makes true. sense that Thanksgiving and Christmas are the only times where the rest of America is taking a day off and it's a time mm-hmm. for for us to you know celebrate together uh, yeah that 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 is new information to me
2: yeah. I think for me, when I hear that statement, both from your mom and from um, Janet, your dad, it actually brought me back to when I used to work in fast fashion. And a lot of our vendors came from China. So whenever February or January rolled around, we knew not, like, they would not be responding because they knew everyone in that area would be taking time off. So I was just like, oh, like, Mm. for me as an Asian American, I was like, oh, shoot, like, that is like a huge holiday Mm -hmm. over there in Motherland. But here we just kind of like, oh, like, okay, like, Oh, you see the ads, and like we go to 99 Nine Ranch, you see all like the uh, the cookies and stuff are out, but then we don't really recognize as how significant it is compared to like Thanksgiving
3: for us here. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 so I was right. Like,
2: oh, we should um ask for Chinese New Year off.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, my like my old job, they would say if you wanted to take a day off, it's it's fine. Like they they do try oh, and recognize oh, wow. that it's not you know a firm wide recognized holiday or whatever but uh, within our like small teams if you I think but you have to tell them like oh Chinese New Year is this day I'm like oh are you taking that day off are you celebrating with your family how are you celebrating so there's more forgiveness there um, Mm -hmm. to take a day off so if anyone is listening and they think that they want to take time off for Chinese New Year Lunar New Year ask your employer because they're probably going to be open to it yeah yeah that's great it's a good educational thing too Yes.
1: yes.
2: Last thing I want to say about Janet's dad. I was literally laughing so hard when he was like, "Yeah, uh, Christmas Eve is a big holiday. It's the best time to meet some girls." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yo, Daddy wins. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. Yeah, my, my I guess my dad was really into
3: dance parties,
1: as he mentioned.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, sounds familiar. As is Janet.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. where I get it. I have though. like visuals of him breaking it down on the dance floor now. <laughs> and if you're listening, hi. Hi Jensen. <laughs> Hi Mr. Wang. Yeah.
4: Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again.
1: Okay, I admit it, I'm a sucker for a free trial, and because of that, I often end up signing up for subscription services and then forgetting to cancel. Even the ones that I do end up using, I sometimes stop before the end of the year and totally forget that it auto-renews. I know I'm not the only one who experiences this, especially this past year when a lot of our habits and activities shifted. Who has the capacity to track all of that? Not me. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. It's a new free app that helps you discover hidden, unwanted subscriptions and cancels them with just one click. Average users save $720 a year using Truebill. Featured in Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and Fortune, Truebill has earned thousands of five-star reviews and saved its members over $100 million. Truebill gives you an effortless breakdown of your finances to see where your money is going and how to improve. It notifies you of important events that need your attention, learns your habits, and saves the right amount at the right time. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at TrueBill.com slash ABG. Go right now, TrueBill.com slash ABG. It could save you thousands a year. TrueBill.com slash ABG.
2: We are big advocates for women's health here at ABG, and we know taking care of our health is one of many things on our ABG's to do list. Access to affordable health care has become much harder for women in recent years. Gain time and peace of mind back with the Pill Club. They make access to affordable birth control, period care, and sexual wellness products simple and easy with an online subscription. Get your birth control prescribed online by a licensed medical provider and delivered discreetly to your door for free with The Pill Club. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. The Pill Club delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging, along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. Right now, when you go to ThePillClub.com slash ABG, The Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Asian Boss Girl listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's ThePillClub.com slash ABG to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, ThePillClub.com slash ABG. You must use the link to make a donation.
1: It was a, a really nice conversation to have with my dad on his uh, ABG podcast debut, um, and now we're going to hear from Miss Melody and Mama Chen. Ooh. Okay, so Mom, we want to ask. I want to ask you about your experience learning about
6: Thanksgiving. You know, obviously, you immigrated here when you were fourteen. How did you hear about Thanksgiving? So, as when I first came to this country, of course, Thanksgiving is a big holiday um, in America. It's same as. To me, it's like a Chinese New Year, our Lunar New Year family get together. Um, Of course, we learned it since when I came to this country, there's all this advertisement or a school, they talk about it. Mm. But since I was living with my aunts, we don't really eat a lot of American food. I have no idea. Of course, you're seeing ads and people eating turkey, but we don't eat that. Until actually, I remember it might be the first or second year um, my aunt has this, their couple, this friends from actually California, but they have a home in Hawaii. And so every time they go to Hawaii, when they visit my aunt them, they decide they know that we're a new immigrant, just mm-hmm. new to the country. So the couple offer to come over to my aunt's house saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to cook you. This is what we do in our family, this traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Still, as of today, I remember, I always tell people, that was the best meal because in my mind eating turkey is very different because I remember I had turkey when I was back in Taiwan and it was at like, I think one of my, I think my grandpa, grandma's countryside, the way they cook it is like a steamed chicken. They chop it off oh. and you dip it in like a soy sauce. So to me eating turkey, is not a big deal. It's like so dry mm. until this friends of my aunt, I call them uncle Jack and auntie Judy. They made from the scratch. I mean, when I say scratch, like even mashed potato. Mm. I mean, you name it. So they had this full feast of turkey, gravy. You know, they even, I think they even baked biscuit, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I always remember, I really, I, and to be honest with you, I, I did it myself. It's a lot of work since now we're not as, we don't have that many people in our family. It is it is a lot of work to do it, but I still love to have that one meal a year, that traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Um so I've been I've been spending uh, one of my very good friends here in the Bay Area. She always invite us over for her house that one day. And so again it's 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 a love to have that Thanksgiving meal.
2: Well I'm also curious like cuz I don't remember growing I don't remember this part when I was young, but when you started having kids like Brandon and me, did you want us to make sure we were able to celebrate Thanksgiving as a, for the first time? Like do you remember when I was one or two? Or when Brandon was born, like, was Thanksgiving a big holiday for you, to, for, for
6: you to want to pass down to us? You know, for Thanksgiving, to be honest with you, when you guys were a kid, I think you guys enjoy born for Christmas, the matter of mm-hmm. the fact that you actually get present. You know, I think yeah. Christmas is a, a big holiday, especially for little kids. They really enjoy it. Thanksgiving, I, I think you guys probably don't remember, because to be honest with you, for Thanksgiving, mainly like just eating a turkey meal. That's about mm-hmm. the holiday. I know it's another meeting is for family to get together, but I think with our family, we do celebrate. I mean, for family get together, like getting your uncle, them, your JoJo, my brother, the family over. I think mainly we get together around Christmas time. Mm, gotcha, that makes sense.
2: Well, I think so. It seems like, you know, Thanksgiving's not as big of a holiday for us versus I think Christmas is. Would you say, um, again, when Brandon and I were born, did you want to make, did you want us to celebrate or feel like the Christmas, you know, the magical like holiday feeling of Christmas? Did you want to make sure your
6: kids had that feeling? Yes. I still remember when you were young. I don't know if you remember. We used to have a fireplace. I think you were maybe like two or three years old. And then we would think the Santa would come through the chimney. Yeah. And I would have like a play with cookie and a glass of milk after you go to bed and I would actually eat the cookie and drink the milk and so make you think that actually sometimes, so we actually still follow that tradition, the American tradition for you guys when you were young. As I'm sure all the uh, children here as they growing up, they don't really believe Santa anymore.
2: Yeah, I, it's funny because mom, I remember one year distinctly that putting out cookies, I still remember putting out cookies or that one year and the next day I was like, oh my gosh, they ate it. It's like the, I think even mom, you also did the tooth fairy thing for me too, right?
6: Or did you do the tooth fairy? I, well, I think why. we did it uh, at the beginning, yes.
2: Yeah, when I, I was young, I actually remember that. That's funny. Yeah. I guess now a question is, you know, why was it important for you to make sure Brandon and I felt Christmas? Is it because as a kid, when you came over, you felt you've got to celebrate Christmas or in Taiwan and you wanted Brandon and I to feel that way as a parent or like, why did you want your children to celebrate or feel this like holiday type of, I guess, feel?
6: Well, no, Christmas is pretty big, especially for children. Yeah. Um, again, I think this is, to me, it's more, especially in America.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Back home in Taiwan, I think Christmas, they don't do as much as how we do, you know, your little gift exchange and all that stuff when you were younger. In Taiwan, mainly, it's more, um, how should, it's, a, it's a festive holiday, right? Yeah. You see the mall, you see the street decorate and stuff. Not really as American, it's more like a religious holiday. Mm. There's a difference. And of course, you guys you guys were born here during the holiday time. You School, you know, teacher will go, you know, you guys will hear all this from the kids, from the school. Yeah. So I, I think to me, for you guys, I think Christmas is more important than Thanksgiving, I think. Mm, that's true As, as you guys that. growing up yeah that's true but okay so
2: mom like I guess the question now is like in terms of the holidays whether it's thanksgiving so just in general like what is
6: now a tradition in our household when it comes to the holidays I would say right now more is well especially you're actually away you're not here yeah so for me as a tradition I just we just need to find time for the family to get together honestly it might be difficult I would like to get, you know, like you're coming home for Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the family just get together to me. That's important. My last question
2: is um, how did you did you celebrate any like other Western holidays? Like, you know, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, any just like I'm trying to think any other Western holidays in Taiwan, like when you were like,
6: do you remember as a kid? Um, again, when I think I remember Christmas. Again, it's just a holiday. It's America. It's a very Western holiday. I just remember, if you want to ask me, as as I was growing up, again, I came to this country when I was fourteen. Yeah. So uh, I think it was when I was younger. It's actually Halloween. It's weird because I grew up in a in town in Temu where there's a lot of American troops. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's a lot of American family, and they have like actually, um, they have uh, what is that called? We have ch- we have American church. Uh huh. So, so they have those uh, missionary, yeah, missionary. That's what called missionary. So they would, they would, as a as a kid, they would offer us. You know, we would go there because they would give us candies and cookies just to get us to go to the church and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they would do hollow. They would actually would do Halloween. I remember they give us candies and stuff. Uh-huh. So now what's very funny is actually in Taiwan, uh, Tianmu now is this is they host it. Actually, you can Google it. It's the biggest Halloween party. It's bigger than here. I was surprised. I saw the news. People really dress up. Mm-hmm. And people come everywhere just to come to Taipei. I've uh, to Temu and doing Halloween. And even the shops, people work at the shop. They dress up. They pass out candies and stuff.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah.
6: So it's big. It's a big, it's the biggest. If you just Google, there's a lot of actually YouTubers. They actually just purposely take their kids to go to Tianu, um for this Halloween event.
2: Oh, that's really cool. Maybe I'll. I mean, I yes. check that out one of these years. That's really cool. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like you you kind of came over at an older age, fourteen. Um, I think you didn't like spend a lot of like older like your other teenage years in um, Taiwan,
6: celebrate other Western holidays. Do you remember your first Christmas in Hawaii? Then my first Christmas in Hawaii. Yeah, I think it's again it's my aunt, uncle's house, and I think grandpa and grandma was with us. So yeah, they my grandpa actually my grandpa. Your great grandpa, my grandpa was, grandpa, grandma was with us. So yeah, my aunt got us, we all got a present. We got, we got one present and I, and got they got a tree. But yeah. again, it's different because I'm already a high schooler, right? So it's oh, like, I, I believe there's no Santa. I know yeah. this is just the regular Christmas. I think, again, it's very different from a teenage point or versus a mm. kid. Yes, if right. I would have come to this country, I was only a toddler maybe I do believe in Santa, but I don't, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's you know, it's, it's different, right? So to me, I, honestly, if you ask me, do I, I st- do I have a big good memory of that? I shouldn't say no, but I, to me, just, I don't even remember. I just only remember is that Thanksgiving meal. I always telling people that, that mm. Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving, my first very first Thanksgiving meal is it's always, I always remember that. Nice. I actually didn't even know about that story. That's really cool. All right,
2: well, my mom is back on the pod. It's been since, what, season one or two that she came and talked about her immigration story. So it's nice to have her back on. I think similarly to, like, both you ladies, I learned, a, I learned something new from this conversation. Like, I didn't know about her first Thanksgiving story at all. Like, I didn't know about Uncle Jack and Auntie G.J. I was like, who who that? Yeah. I thought that was funny
1: that, yeah, my dad also, his first Thanksgiving meal was with an
3: Uncle Jack. So when, when I heard Uncle Jack, <laughs> oh, I was really? like,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah. is yes. it the same um, Uncle Jack? Yeah, is it, <laughs> we both have the same Uncle Jack.
3: <laughs> Y'all related? <laughs> <laughs> I loved hearing your mom's voice. She yeah. is like such a supportive ABM. She always shows up to our events. She's amazing. Uh, I know you're listening right now. So, hello. Hello, Mama Chen. <laughs> But I think t- also to just what we were saying earlier, the fact that your mom also said that Thanksgiving is like a Lunar New Year get-together, that is just yeah. – that is like the mind-blowing piece of information that I'm getting from this podcast right now.
1: Yeah, it was also fascinating. She had similar sentiments about turkey, that it's dry. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and she was, um, you know, not, not the biggest fan. And and interestingly also, I think, Mel, because your mom, um, you know, she came to the U.S. like younger, mm-hmm. uh, she seemed to emphasize Christmas a lot, right? For yeah. similar reasons, though, for like with Helen's mom and my dad, where they talked about kind of the importance of assimilating to the culture or like wanting to bring that to your children. For your mm-hmm. mom, that was the focus of Christmas. Right. And I thought it was so cute when she was like, oh, yeah, we used to like, you know, we did the tree and then I would like put out cookies and I would eat them pretend I was or yeah, there yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. something. There's a real effort to want to um, push forward these traditions and these holidays for your children so that they understand yeah. the cultural aspect of or how to be kind of like, you know, learn about the American way. I think one common
2: thing I heard between all our parents was like that these holidays, yeah, it's like significant because like it's definitely trying to assimilate to the culture. But to them, ultimately, these holidays, these holidays bring our family together in one in one table to like hang out and like sit down and talk. Because like my mom mentioned right. how like you know now we're getting older, it's harder to like bring everyone together. So these holidays are really like really important just for us to be having a meal together, something we did every day yeah. as a, as a kid, you know.
3: Yeah. I thought it was also interesting when she said that, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't something she wanted to pass down because Christmas was more for the kids. You actually get Mm. presents and there's more activity to it than Thanksgiving, which is mainly eating a turkey meal, which apparently no one likes anyway. Right. (laughs) So that like makes complete sense where, you know, it's, it's mostly for the family. It's mostly to see the kids happy. Um, Yeah. And that 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 means, you know, there's more things to do around Christmas, the decorations, the Christmas tree, the presents and all that. It was funny when she said as a high like she coming over as a high schooler, she didn't believe in Santa anymore. She just understood the spirit of Christmas. And I was like, oh, she was robbed of that of that feeling of believing in Santa. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I forget that
2: she came here in high school. It's like, yeah, in high school, like, oh, you don't believe in Santa? It's like, duh, no shit, none of us <laughs> yeah, believe in yeah. Santa in, yeah. in high school. But Helen, I know how your mom said, like, for Christmas, you get, you gave, you are given hongbao instead of toys. I think that's actually a very common Asian thing. Like, it is, growing yeah. up. I know my mom would celebrate Christmas when I was a kid. She'd like buy me presents, but grow after like a certain age, all I got was like red
3: envelopes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That probably and, sounds so weird to people who are not <laughs> uh, Chinese, Taiwanese, like to get Hong Bao's. Just get give kids give a five-year-old money like what
1: (laughs) but and that's like another reflection of how kind of you know being like for for coming from asian culture you kind of mix the idea of a holiday right so it's like Mm. because we know chinese lunar new year so when in, in u.s if it's like the equivalent is kind of like you know christmas then you start to kind of like blend what is celebrate or what we practice
3: for Chinese New Year you kind of do it during Christmas that's maybe. That's mm. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, that's how I started my bank account. It, it really is. So I'm like, "Thanks, Mom, all these toys." It is. You know, Dude, they then donated and gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which I thought, I mean, and that's also a reflection kind of like of Asian culture too, right? Like, "Okay, what is the greatest gift you can give to the kid? It's not necessarily something they're going to celebrate in the moment, but it invests
3: in their future." Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Like so, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the way that I see it, Thanksgiving for us was, you know, less so to celebrate this traditional American Thanksgiving food, but more so to reflect on what we're grateful for and to just spend time eating all of our favorite foods like with our close family. And I think what's really cool now as an adult is that we can be more reflective, like Thanksgiving really shows the true blend of cultures for our identity as Asian Americans. I remember being kind of embarrassed that my family didn't celebrate Thanksgiving the traditional way. But I think hearing the stories that we received from our listeners and learning from my friends, you both, that Thanksgiving for for us never really looked like they did in the storybooks and movies either, made me start to see Thanksgiving in a different light. It's sort of like a like a mirror reflecting back Mm. on us, our true dual identity as Asian-Americans, having like the mix of foods and cultures on the table, which represents, you know, this blend of modern American and immigrant Chinese traditions. And I think that's so cool.
1: Yeah, you know, I think back to when I was a child and my image of Thanksgiving and Christmas and how I really now upon reflection had kind of a dual like Mm -hmm. celebration experience because, you know, when I was in school, they do all the kind of more traditional American things, right? During Thanksgiving, you do like the turkey art Mm -hmm. projects and things like Mm -hmm. that and then during Christmas we're doing all the like things around holidays and and that kind of a thing and then I'd go home and our celebration was just it was Mm -hmm. like gathering as a family with some hodgepodge of like elements of American but not a lot and then now as I've gotten older and I'm not in a you know formal school environment yeah more and more my celebration an image of Thanksgiving and Christmas is whatever is in my family my home and it just it comes down to just spending time together and yeah, yeah like that the turkey decorations all that like slowly we just stopped incorporating Mm -hmm. those elements and it just comes down to having like defined time where you can be together and you kind of be able to shut down the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and the rest of your day-to-day schedules
2: yeah yeah when i think about thanksgiving too my mom was mentioning how um as we gotten older she kind of stopped being the host and she like go to different friends house kind of like just kind of she'll change it up every year and i talked to my brother i was like you know I think even now as like children of immigrants, I want to set the new tradition for our family. Like we can, we have that agency to do so now because, you know, I think we, we are the blend of Western and Eastern, but how can we create this blended tradition for the families and for our children, you know, as we grow up? So that's something I actually think about too.
1: So now that we shared our personal experiences around celebrating Western holidays from an Asian cultural background, we also polled our listeners on our Instagram stories about how they celebrate Western holidays at home. And here are some of the responses that we received. Edmary 13 celebrates by having hot pot and spring rolls. Oh my God, those are two of my favorite types of foods. That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarchua, I hope I said that correctly.
2: Sarchua said duck and hot pot, which I'm a big fan of hot pot. So I'm on the same
3: page with you there. Yes. And Fiery Sky says, no my fun, which is sticky rice. And that represents sticking together, representing solidarity within the family. So, yeah, mm. sticky rice is a big one. Oh, wow. That was one of my favorites when I was young. That just took me back. Mm. <laughs>
1: Uh, Lizzie View we do our Mong New Year where we give thanks to our ancestors and pray for good luck mm. Mm. I
6: like
2: that
1: Lindsay Wang says Peking duck and lobster
2: instead of turkey yes yo lobster. actually my mom
3: my mom did do like one lobster per person this past Thanksgiving oh, oh my god what gathering. surf
2: and turf surf and yeah. turf <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we actually do you remember Jenna we had we had lobster at Helen's at Lunar New Year last year oh
1: that's right
2: that was yeah, so yeah. good
3: yeah. oh really yeah. okay yeah my mm-hmm. family's big on lobster yeah East Coast, fresh yeah. lobster. Ugh. All right, Leland019 said, Thanksgiving isn't an excuse to not have rice with dinner. Mm, hmm. Very true. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we normally have rice because there's so much other food on the table. That's true. Ah. But yes, rice absorbs a lot of the flavoring yes. from the other foods.
1: And Kelsey Kid, we celebrate Filipino Thanksgiving on Friday. Lots of pancit and chicken adobo.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sounds
1: good. Oh, I love pancit. It's so good. Uh, in April,
2: Lalicia said hot pot and crab legs. Yo, all this crustacean going on. I'm all yeah.
3: for it. <laughs> Lily H. Lee says Korean food, galbi and fish, and jjigae for dinner. Did I pronounce that right? I'm actually not sure what that is. I'll look it up. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, man. It's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining in on today's episode. Our theme this December at Asian Boss Girl is from home to heart, heart to home. And we really did touch base back home with this one. I personally enjoyed hearing the discussions with our parents the most. It was their first time on our podcast, at least for mine and Jay's, and it's good to hear Mel's mom again. And so for all of you listening out there, I'd love to challenge you to ask your parents these types of questions this holiday season too. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves that our parents are human too, and they've been through way more than we could ever imagine. And here are shout-outs for today's episode. Coming from Temple City, Michelle is sending
1: a shout-out to Elaine, to the bestie for the resties, love you forever and eternally grateful for our friendship. Also coming from Temple City, Kathy is sending a shout-out to Kathy, not herself, but another Kathy, for finishing her first quarter of student teaching and surviving the classroom during a pandemic. Teachers need to be more appreciated. Yes, definitely agree with that. And coming from San Francisco, Rochelle is sending three shout outs. The first is to Z Congrats on landing your new job and taking a great step towards your future career. I'm so proud of you and blessed to have you as a friend. Love ya, girl. Second shout out goes to Ni Thank you for always being such a supportive friend and always being a motivator in my life. Can't wait till we get to travel the world once again. Love ya. And thirdly, to Nick, shouting out the realest ABB, thank you for always making me laugh, being super down, and being a rock in my life. Yes, shout out to those rocks in our lives. Coming from Michigan, Annie to Erin, congrats on your new accounting job in Chicago. I'm so happy and excited for you. From Vincent to Eunice in Cincinnati, Always amazed by your beautiful drawings and posts on Eunice sketches. Cannot wait for the book to come out. And last but definitely not least, from Jamaica to Mike in Chicago, congratulations on your recurrent and we'll be cheering for you when you upgrade. If you'd like to send a few words of encouragement or a shout out to a friend, check out the link in the show description or our link tree in our link in bio on Instagram and click on shout outs. We've also created a listener survey. We are so grateful to be able to continue making episodes for you all over the years, and we want to know what you're liking, what you want more of, what we can improve on. So if you'd be so kind as to click on the link in the show description
3: and let us know your thoughts. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you on the next episode.
2: Bye!